0: You're listening to the Movie Crew podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction.
1: You, no trouble. Me,
0: You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a bear.
2: Rip first Your spirit All your money You get nothing You lose Good day sir
0: The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportions. What do you mean? Biblical. What do you mean this Old Testament, Mr. yes, Mayor? Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness. Earthquakes, volcanoes. The sea rising from the grave. humans sacrifice.
1: Dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria.
0: talk about Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you guys got to say about it. Really? Yeah.
3: Oh, that's right because you haven't seen this. I, I have, but yeah. Well, well, you hadn't seen this. Yeah, I you, you, you yeah, have now. Yeah, now. Yeah, no. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let, let, we, now that we're getting into it, uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm Brian Elkins. On that. <laughs> With me here tonight, Mr. Jimmy Benson.
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you like walked past the mic real quick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, how's it going?
3: Hey, Mr. Jerry Callen. How you doing, Brian? Mm-hmm. I am doing well, man. Got uh, got my tan on, uh, you know, coming back from the beach. I thought you looked a little more bronze. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just a little bit. Okay. A little bit of a
0: smile on your yeah, face, a you know. little twinkle in your eye. That's right. Yeah. Vacation.
3: Life <laughs> away from the computer.
0: I missed you guys. There's been a hole in my life for the last week. Is this going to get emotional? No, I cried about it already. I'm good. Oh.
3: Oh, okay. I, I, I came in prepared. No, it was or? good. Okay. No, right. we do not have
0: to hug. It's fine. We're in. Okay. We just look at each other. Well,
3: damn, dude. Like, we're men. Damn. Like, fucking just straight up shaming me right over here.
0: Like,
2: I can't fucking hug because somebody got got Oh, no, nah,
0: man. Now, if you want a hug, I'll give you a hug. I mean, you know.
2: i <laughs> not in this conversation.
0: <laughs> Benson doesn't hug.
3: So you guys uh, know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in France?
0: It's probably called a quarter pounder of cheese these days. It probably is.
3: Well, no, it can't be.
0: Really? Because of the metric system, right? No, yeah. they <laughs> the same. Come on. <laughs> I wish I would have looked up how many grams is a quarter. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, so since we're talking about McDonald's, what's your go-to McDonald's?
2: The one over in Witten Road.
0: No, no, no. no. I mean the go-to. Like, what, what, What's what your go-to McDonald's combo?
2: Oh, man. Probably just the two cheeseburger meal. Then
0: number nine. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, that's that's my go-to.
3: I don't mess with anything. You know, the thick patties at McDonald's just, I
0: don't know, they're kind of greasy.
3: Or <laughs> er, greasier. There we go.
0: Right. Jared was like, wait, what? I mean, you know, it's all, it's all, I man, it's all terrible. I mean, what about you, Vincent? Nobody goes for the quarter pounder with cheese?
2: I Maybe mean, I might. Uh, <laughs> the home style chicken sandwich. Wow, buttermilk so, homestyle chicken sandwich is actually not bad.
0: Wow, so you're, you're deep diving in the menu. I never go there. It's it's more like just like, let's just <laughs> if I'm stopping at McDonald's, it's like it's let's just get in and out. It's either gonna be a number nine or a number one.
3: <laughs> let's hover around the essentials of the menu. It's
2: a number five. And and, and, and if I'm and <laughs> if, if I'm
0: and if I'm feeling really bad, you know, have you ever ordered so much fast food that you get two drinks just so people think that you're getting. Food for two people? No, I've never done that. <laughs> That's because you're thin. Uh, what? But no, no I was, why would no? I mean, like, fuck it. I mean, like, that, like you don't know, judge like, me like, if I get a like, second sandwich. If I pull up to the thing, it's like, wait, you getting you get sandwich and ten nuggets? Is that for you? Wait, wait, wait. You want two medium fries? Or, Like, say, if I want like two large fries, I'm just saying, I'll stop, I'll stop. Man, I'm just saying. T- yeah, <laughs> you need to get
3: like a recording of like a baby in the back seat or something to play, so you don't have to spend <laughs> the money on the drink. <laughs> or just while you're
2: ordering. <laughs> While you're ordering, go okay. I need two. Yeah, she said she wanted a large fries. Yeah, so two <laughs> large fries. Yeah, just act like you're on the phone to somebody.
3: We're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure, honey. Okay, uh-huh. okay uh huh. Okay, yes, yeah. I need to get.
2: Now make yeah, sure you give
0: her her honey
2: mustard because she really wants that honey mustard, well, and it's
0: not, and, and it can't be the same drink because they could probably know that. So you got to get a sprite and a Dr Pepper because that seems like two different people, right?
3: <laughs> wow, man, you, you've like way overthought about this. I really do like their hot mustard.
0: Oh, their hot mustard is good. So in this in this movie that we're talking about today, I'm hungry. It, I know I'm starving. That's why I keep talking about food. Uh, it, it, it opens up, and, and they're having burgers for breakfast. Do you think it's possible to get a hamburger at Big Kahuna Burger at seven in the morning? Oh, wait,
3: hold up, hold up. Why why do you think that they're having burgers for breakfast?
0: Because he's because he it's the line of dialogue, and they keep mentioning the time of day.
3: Do they? Yeah. Yes. Do they keep saying morning?
0: Yeah. Because he because he even says a burger is a part of an of a of a balanced breakfast. Oh. Part of dialogue there, Brian. well
3: eh, you know, I don't know. Well, wait a minute. No, it can't be. It can't be that early in. in
0: they said he said they, they they got there early and they and they were there. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Because
3: yeah. okay, I'm thinking about the order of events and I'm thinking about them how they play in the movie, not actually how they're how laid it actually out laid out in the, out movie. the time. Yeah, yeah, because they do go get breakfast again after. Yes, they blow those guys off in the apartment. <laughs> blow them off. <laughs> and and they they, damn they damn blow it, those guys explode, in the
0: right. apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, keep in mind that the this movie's movie is very fresh in my brain, being the first time I've seen it. Um, now
2: what was it about again?
0: Um,
3: it's really about a heroin addict. Well, a lot of people have actually criticized the movie for that. What is Pulp Fiction about? Redemption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess is that's it? kind of you know, it's a through line for all the characters. Yeah, you got the two hit men, John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, Samuel oh, I've Jackson. Totally seen that. Yeah, he decides to get out. He lives. Walk the life. Be a bum.
2: Right. John Travolta decides to just keep going.
0: Yep, and gets killed. And gets killed. <laughs> right after taking his shit, too. I mean, look, mm. always take your gun with you to the bathroom. It doesn't matter. It gives you something to look at while you're in there. I know he took mm. that book, but I mean. It's also
2: heavily about like desensitizing violence. The movie opens in the restaurant, and they're like, you know, all right, we're going to do this robbery, and it seems like, oh, crap, there's going to be this robbery. By the time you come back, all the stuff you've seen, you're like, oh, these guys are nothing, and yeah. they're in trouble. Fuck yeah, they are. What, what do you mean de- desensitizing
3: violence, though?
2: I just explained it. At the beginning of the movie, when they're in the restaurant and they're fixing to do the robbery, and they yeah. pull the gun, they're like, everybody get down, and whatever they say. And then it freezes. They're like, holy crap, this is going to be a robbery. By the time you come back to it, and they're in the middle of the robbery, it's like, oh, this is not. These guys are going to kill. And you're all into it and ready to watch them get their one-ups.
3: No, I mean, like, I understand like, it's a different point of view coming back to the scene, but they're
2: small time, like little criminals at the beginning. You feel like it's a big moment. Yeah. But time you come back, you've seen big moments. So the, what you thought was a big moment is now a little moment.
0: Because you know that they're going to get their ass handed. You see to what him. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I totally see. Because at the not beginning, at the first time you,
3: I saw it though, like I, I, really, because that yeah, opening, cause you, you the think... minute you know that they're in the same diner, you're like, oh shit's going down.
0: Well, no, you don't know that. I, I get. I guarantee you, nobody. I didn't know. know I didn't know that
3: Tim Roth and uh, Amanda Plummer's characters were going to pop up later. Well, not pop up later, but they were going to be wussy later.
0: Oh no! Th- yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying.
3: I guess I just see that as like that's just him showing like a different point of view to that because that's why like he changes the dialogue in in those sections like Honey Bunny has a like how she says like all you fuckers freeze um, or I'll execute every last motherfucking one of you. Yeah. She says it again later in the movie, but it's a different 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 line. Yeah. Same thing with like the Ezekiel passage like the last line of same thing is like Jules Verne part time says
2: part time. (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, no. The actual dialogue is actually different. Not oh, just, oh, the lines different. <laughs> just <how laughs> he he says not, it. not just the read. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
3: So, yeah, I well, don't know. I always thought that was more of a point of view thing, not like, uh, I don't know, like desensitizing you oh, to, to the to the violence of it. I, I, I don't know. I got to think about that for a second. The but, point of view
2: shifts. I mean, when you think about the hyper violence way. you're seeing in this movie as it goes on, <clears throat> so by the time you come back to Honey Bunny and. I can't ever remember, remember their names. Pumpkin and Honey Pumpkin Bunny. And honey <laughs> yeah. Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they called them. But time you this. come back to that. <laughs> the credits. Like you're you're viewing it now from the point of view of Jules and them where they, you know, they've seen the stuff, right? Right. So they're not nervous. But at the beginning you're viewing it from your point of view like you'd you be freaked out down. if yeah. if somebody was robbing a diner and you were in it.
0: Well, it, it, even with the point where they where they shoot the guy in the back seat, they're just so nonchalant. that that's just them. You know, they, it's just he shot Marvin. There's this fucking brain matter in head. people's hair. It's like, it's whatever, man. Now, what are we going to do?
3: You should be the motherfucker back here scooping up brains. <laughs> oh, the dialogue in this movie. Oh, yeah. I'm on window detail. That is so ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. He right, has a way of taking,
0: bit. like, just mundane conversation, uh, but, but with the way of, uh, you know, delivery and alluding to things that will happen later to actually make it interesting and and really cool.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, the cast is, what, top ten cast ever?
3: It's a really good ensemble, yeah. Uh,
2: I do blame it for afterwards you have all these independent filmmakers that want to make movies where their cast just talk about everything right and they're not samuel jackson oh yeah (laughs)
0: well i actually i had a really really weird thought like catching this movie this late in life um as i was watching it i started thinking god this kind of feels like a fucking student film but doesn't it but the thing is it doesn't because student films are trying to be this film Right. Yeah. So I was just like, "Wow!" And so many of these like little things that I've seen throughout life, like uh, th- there's a meme that shows um, Samuel L. Jackson's character and he's playing uh, guess the game, guess who, and he says, "Does he look like a bitch?" You know. But anyways, like there's, there's these little things that I finally get now. Uh, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> so everything just suddenly clicks. Yeah. So I, I
0: just feel like there's <laughs> the a, there's internet a whole, has meaning there, now. There's a hole filled in my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, oh, oh like,
0: like, uh, like, like, like when she does the, the when she goes into uh, to the bathroom at the crazy fucking um, that restaurant,
3: Jackrabbit Rabbit, Slims. Jack, Jack Rabbit
0: Slims, which is a fucking insane restaurant. What a crazy set! Yeah, you know? that is an amazing set. Yeah,
3: it's huge. They did a great job with that.
0: Uh, but she goes into the bathroom and she and she like uh, and there's like all these women in a mirror and she like does a fucking rail of I coke. Said, Goddamn. She, she goes. I said. God. I've heard so, I've heard that so many times in my life and I never knew where it came from. So I was like, Wow oh,
3: I love how she like squeezes her fucking like, nose man and she's like oh that
0: nostril <laughs> And then she goes out and instantly starts eating a hamburger. That doesn't happen. <laughs>
3: I, I, I love the lie Because it, it's You know It's very nonchalant But you know She's like Oh don't you love it When your food Is out here After you come back From the bathroom It happens it, to
0: everybody Vol <laughs> is like Well you, you know kind of You were in there For a while I mean <laughs> I don't know What you were doing In there You know No man That's actually How you get your food To come Is either you uh, Go out to Take a smoke break If you're a smoker Or you go to the bathroom And you come back And your food Will be at the table
3: mm. So you're telling me If I didn't smoke I'd have better bowel movements
0: Yeah Or you get your food Faster there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
0: did you see? Uh, you didn't
3: do heroin. You'd have better bowel movements. and you probably live
0: longer. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> did you see like the behind the scenes like little? Um, they called them like featurettes, or like they're just it's just like random footage, kind of roughly cut together about a certain scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one about the about that restaurant, and um, okay, so they're coming in on a on a uh, steadicam shot, right? Yeah. And for some reason, one of the grips comes in and he's holding, uh, like, a um, it looks like the the road and, it, and they cover something up with it. Did you happen to catch that?
3: Yeah. It looked like the ramp.
0: Yeah. What was the What was that about? What was, what was that?
3: I, 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 man, I, from what it looked like, it looked like some of the actors needed to get through and then they were putting the ramp back on after they got through. I, I love that. Set.
0: I love little, little like, That's you what know, it looked m- like, moving but... set change stuff just to, just to make things happen. Oh it dude is that, super fucking cool that man. First
3: fucking dolly shot where or you know, that's not a dolly shot. It's it is uh It's steady cam. Yeah, it's steady cam. But going through that entire set just yeah that huge long where john travolta is just like stoned out of his fucking mind he,
0: he's, he's fucking cracked out on heroin and he's just like he's like meandering around like look at this fucking place <laughs>
3: <laughs> always like watching uh uma thurman and just been like okay where where is she where where's john travolta okay where's his eyeline okay yeah. he doesn't see her she's over there because you do lo- actually lose her in the space well, it's, it, it's well done well
0: that's how that you know, before he so she's like she's like vincent he's like oh you're over here you know <laughs> <laughs>
3: But yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, this movie is very like you know famous for its for the, its editing. Like this man started a lot of film school moments, especially like when he's shooting up in the heroin. Yeah, got all those flash frames. Uh, well, not flash frames; those dissolves. But you get the flash frames when they're shooting.
0: Well, at least that one time. Um, the,
3: the, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time they shoot. Uh, time, yeah. the guy who's eating the big kahuna burger.
0: Yeah, well, after the after the big. Uh, bible verse scene super intense kind of the, the scene that sets up the movie we're about to see
3: <laughs> uh yeah that that was copied like man fuck dude like use of white flashes were yeah were like just everywhere in the 90s because of this so it becomes
2: film. even like parts of trailers oh yeah i think
3: mean, even this trailer i think does it <laughs> they're like
2: yeah we got the white flash baby <laughs> it's it's coming back we can do that now yeah man a lot of stuff from this movie got copied just over and over and over and over. This is not a scientific statement, but between this and The Matrix, I can't think of movies that got copied more.
3: Oh, during the 90s? Man, shit.
2: I
0: think you got a point
2: there. (laughs) Well, even this film, uh, there
0: were a couple of, um, I'm going to say maybe it was Tarantino doing an homage to Reservoir Dogs with the framing at the very beginning, like when they're in the car. Okay. okay. It's the same framing. Now,
2: y'all talked about Reservoir Dogs last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've always heard that this movie and Reservoir Dogs are sort of sequels. They're in the same crime world.
3: All his movies, I think, are.
2: Yeah. Um, like, Vincent is he's Mr. Kinda Blonde's same, brother. He's kind of wearing the same yeah. outfit. Okay, it's like, Vincent's Mr. Blonde's brother. Is he? Which yeah. one comes first?
3: What do you mean, which one comes like, first? In
2: timeline. In timeline-wise, not release-wise.
3: Oh, we have no idea. I don't think there's any way of knowing that.
0: Um, so th- there's a shot where they're in the car. And they're talking. I mean, it's exact same framing from Reservoir Dogs. And then, like, and when they're standing outside the, uh, they go up to the door, and the camera pauses for a second and allows them to walk down the hall. It's the exact same shot from Reservoir Dogs uh, when um, Mr. Blonde and Mr. Pink, or uh, sorry, Mr. White and Mr. Pink are, are talking in the bathroom. It's the same. Oh yeah, it's, it's very similar. It's doing, doing doing these like little like homage-y kind of like shots to his previous film. I was so, like, whoa, he's doing the same thing. It's so was that the first
2: time you saw Reservoir Dogs?
0: No, I I've seen that one before. Oh, how did you manage that? Well, uh, uh, because when I went to <laughs> I don't know, man, somebody was like, you need to see this movie, so I saw it, and then then the, this movie had such a big hype on it. I was like, eh, I'll get to it one day.
2: Everybody likes that one I'm not gonna watch I, I need, it I needed a reason to <laughs> i yeah. anti-like I'm it's anti very emo good. in film school
0: uh, You know uh, I, I, needed a, I needed a reason to watch it uh, And I had one They brought
3: back the uh, The slow-mo They do the slow-mo The yeah, same Yeah, it's really bad slow-mo But they they used the ramp This time Yeah On the door shut They did, they did <laughs> For the gimp
0: Yeah But I hate the choppiness Yeah <laughs> But that yeah. whole scene, bah, amazing. But it actually makes sense <laughs> why
3: they used that, uh, what was it called? Step processing or uh, the, the double double framing? What is that called when you print double frames? It's the same frame, but you're printing it twice. What is that called? Step processing? Is that what it's called? Yeah,
0: there's one step, two step. Yeah.
3: Anyway. <laughs> I don't know if this one was done at twelve frames. I don't. I, I didn't. Wasn't right. able to find that out because there's no fucking commentary on the damn disc.
0: Yeah, what's up with that, Tarantino? Yeah, right. You like to talk all the fucking time. <laughs> you can at least fucking do that. Look, we can do it. You can.
3: He's like, you guys gotta stitch together all my interviews over the years. In The footage
0: behind, uh, in the behind-the-scenes stuff, the limited stuff that's on there. I love. There's like a shot of him like watching the scene. He's got this big goofy fucking like smile on his face. He's like. You know, he's just loving it so much. And there's one, one part during the dance sequence where they like, he's like, give me the camera. Give me the fucking camera. And they, like, they fucking, like, put the fucking film camera on his shoulder. And he's in there, like, you know, getting shots. I was like, wow. All right. Yeah. He's, and then they, then it cuts later. And he's, like, fucking sweating his ass off. <laughs> his whole shirt's, like, soaking wet. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. I
3: wonder why he never worked with this uh, cinematographer again, man. He, like, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, they're only two collaborations. And then... They just stopped working together.
0: Because he hmm. got big time, man. He got that big money. He's gonna step it up.
3: I don't know what the budget is for Jackie Brown, so we'll have to we'll have to look at that next week. But yeah. I know Guillermo uh, Navarro shot that.
0: Well, he made like two hundred million dollars with this, so it definitely jumped up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I mean, like they, they're, he's like, oh wait,
2: you got ten million dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> what was the budget on this? Uh, it was Seven, eight right? to
3: okay. 8.5. Okay. It's yeah, it's kind of like all over the map in terms of um,
2: cat.
0: Chill out. What up, Lily?
3: But uh, I mean even I think I, lo- I looked it up Even adjusted for inflation It's still under like 15 million Today What the budget? Yeah So even if you made this movie today It's still un- it's still under 20 million
0: That's actually not I mean, it, Jackie I Brown was 12 million Like in today money or then money? Then, then money. money They gave him a little bit more
3: Yeah they gave him a little bit more you know, I wasn't able to 100% find it, uh, find a source for it, but Wikipedia said that this was the first movie that uh, Merrimax fully financed. Like, just straight up, all I've the heard that before. I, I don't would,
2: remember where, but I've heard that before. You've heard that before? Yeah. So all they were right. just doing an
0: acquisition before then?
3: No, they would only, like do either they would either buy the movie for an American release or they would like go in co-financing kind of like what they did for Reservoir Dogs where that was like live entertainment and the Weinsteins put in a little bit of money kind of I forget there may have been a you third company a lot of times there. what they'll
2: do is like if you go to a lot of these companies you say we want to make a movie and they go okay well, we'll pay for this but you've got to pay for this right so you've got to show that you can raise a certain amount of money before they put any money in
3: that makes sense and they did pre-sale Pulp Fiction for like what is it, like eleven or it's like eleven, twelve million. With this cast? Pff, shouldn't I, have had a problem. You know, with Bruce Willis, I was kinda of shocked that it was like, Man, for really, over fucking
2: seas you only get twelve million for this? Seems like it you know I know like I know I guarantee you his picture was all over the front of right? those of that AFM posters. <laughs> You know I I know he wasn't Like at the height
3: Of his career And and when Pulp Fiction Was coming out He had had like A couple of You know Well it was after Die Hard Bombs Yeah And Travolta's career Had kind of Petered out a little bit
0: He he said something In the behind the scenes Bruce Willis did Like uh, Tarantino's got Like a camera in his face Did you see this?
3: Yeah Where he's talking about Bruce uh, Not Bruce Willis Bruce Willis is talking About Burt Reynolds
0: No he's talking about um, Video cameras Video cameras well yeah, and he's—I know, but he's like—he's like—he's like one day, somebody's gonna have one of those, and they're gonna make something, you know, a video camera like that, and they're gonna make something, and and it's, and it's gonna be really big, and... and
3: they're gonna title it the
0: Blair Witch. Project. No, 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 no. And he—he he, he said he said and they're gonna cost about sixty thousand dollars. That's what they fucking cost. <laughs> like, like you know, like a really nice like that's what a fucking Alexa costs. Like just you know, the it's insane that like you know Bruce Willis calling it.
3: <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even ten years off on that. Yeah. Because yeah, when did Blair Witch come out? It was ninety nine, sometime mm-hmm. around then, right?
2: Ninety, yeah, I guess so. To so be fair, 99. they also
0: had sixteen millimeter. Yeah, I actually read, sixteen millimeter's is nice, man.
3: Yeah, black and white sixteen millimeter. How yeah. many how many movies uh, get get theatrical distribution that were black and white sixteen uh, millimeters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: right? I, I read a thread on a bunch of people watching Blair Witch today. It was pretty interesting.
3: Like like first time seeing
2: it. Some of it was first time. Some of it was going back. A lot of people were talking about like how they believed it back then.
3: I still can't believe that. I
2: wonder where
0: those people are today. (laughs) They're like, yeah, I did that movie once. That Heather Heather chick. They're in the uh, White House.
2: That Heather chick owns like she writes books about like all the benefits of like marijuana and like material wise. Oh, the hemp. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, like clothing and shit. Yeah, hemp, yeah. hemp is a superior, uh, like you know, uh, clothing and paper uh, material. That's what she she doesn't reviewing. act anymore. Mm-mm. Really, she's yeah. making money she's with hemp. Bro, like, yeah. she's all about like, she's <laughs> all about witches and hemp and shit.
3: You know. Yeah. Come think of it. I don't. I haven't seen any of those actors in the Blair Witch Project. And in...
0: because they're dead, man. They got killed. <laughs> it's a documentary, man. It's found footage. <laughs>
3: You know, you almost had. I was like, "What? What, Jared?
0: What for real? What? What <laughs> happened?"
3: Hate- oh, whoa, I, uh, okay, the I, witch
0: guy. Oh, cool. Yet again, I've said it before. I hate that in, this, in, in, in the Blair Witch Project, where the dudes like, they're like, "Where the fuck's the map?" He's like, "You know what? I took that map and I fucking kicked it in the river." I'm like, "Bro, bro, come on! No, you didn't." He's like, "We, all right, we got to get rid of the map somehow. Like, let, let's figure that out."
2: I don't know, man. I can see somebody getting like day in. They're just frustrated. They're tired. <laughs> like this piece, I'm just kicking it. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let that I'll let that one
3: pass, you know. Yeah, I know. I'll let it pass. I I hear you
0: though. Look, they made real money with nothing, so come on. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Oh, it's beyond it. And bad. those little stick figure the little like wooden stick men thing.
3: Oh, they're super cute.
0: It's amazing. What a what a cool I mean, it's, just, it's it's little things like that. Little clever little things like that that really stick and they use that as marketing so much. You oh, know. Fuck yeah, yeah it was oh amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great image. So yeah, totally. Yeah, you gotta have that little thing, little kitschy thing.
3: The, the crazy thing is, like, do you do you think they even had, like, a slight idea of how fucking iconic that would be when they were in the woods? Oh, no. There's no like, way. Like, with some twine, just like, god damn, these fucking sticks, oh, hey, yours looks like shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that one looks pretty good, but make sure that one gets in the, in the middle. If you could find one of those original ones, man, it'd be worth
2: so much money. There's no way they knew what was gonna happen. They're probably like, hey, man, you know, fucking... Two hundred people may see this in a theater, man. In Florida, <laughs> I guarantee you, they were like, "Man, if we're if we're really lucky, we're really lucky, we'll be able to make like like half a mil back."
3: Oh, I guess we do have to mention it is the twenty fifth anniversary of *Pulp Fiction*. Is it? it? Out, yeah, it came out nineteen ninety to four. That, that that bears mentioning.
2: It's an antique now, huh? Does that make it antique?
3: Do you got Well, I, obviously, little, you, an you haven't seen this before. Well, I mean, I've seen now. it now, yeah. yeah. When was the first time you saw this, Benson? Did you see it in the Fifth Theater? No. It?
2: No, I did not. Oh, yeah, I saw it probably ninety, probably 98, 99, somewhere along in there.
3: Oh, okay. So you didn't see this until Jackie Brown came out.
2: Yeah, it wasn't long before Jackie Brown came out. Oh, okay. Probably about a year before Jackie Brown came out. We started popping into Pulp Fiction.
3: Dude, yeah, this movie like blew up. I remember... Man, I think when this movie came out, I was 12, and I just remember all the articles that critics would write in the paper about how fucking violent this movie was, and man, it made me want to see it so bad. Yeah. And then there was that Mad TV skit that came out, Gump Fiction, where they, t- <laughs> they took Forrest Gump, which was uh, <laughs> actually competing at the Academy Awards. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Between this and yeah, it, that, that was a pretty funny spoof. And man, I was like, oh fuck, I gotta see this movie. And it, uh, I remember buying it at Costco of all places on hmm. VHS in uh in 1995.
0: And I have
2: really? that VHS to today. Yeah, I wouldn't be married today if it wasn't for this movie. Well, what? I mean, I might be married to somebody else. But
3: why this movie? What? 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 You just put it in, and there you, she was. She's like, okay, all right, she likes Pulp Fiction. I'll, I'll marry she, this one She was
2: the one. She. <laughs> She took me out on my birthday, and while we were talking, she mentioned that she had never seen Pulp Fiction. I think I referenced it or something. I don't really remember the whole story. So, I'm not going to get into details, but I invited her back to come watch Pulp Fiction. And then a couple weeks later, we actually watched it.
3: They got to that massage scene. <laughs> Benson looked over. He's like, look, I don't tickle or nothing. Oops. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's not as <laughs> as, you're, as you're thinking oh, well you know come on man come on come on
3: Roger Avery he co-wrote the script with Quentin Tarantino
2: gives no credit this guy got the shaft big man
3: <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about like the biggest shaft ever like co-writing one of like
2: I, you know at the time
3: everyone was throwing around like oh yeah this is a, a terrific great script this is one of the, the masterworks of
0: screenwriting we should, do, we should find him. Is he still alive?
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we should find him. Yeah, he committed him. suicide.
0: <laughs> I'm saying we should find him, right? He did get a DUI. I think and, he murdered somebody. And, and we do a video with him watching it, right? And then he just points out every one of his lines. He's like, that one's mine. And then they go to the next one, and he's like, that's my line.
3: Th- that's my story. <laughs> I, I, I wrote this section here. And he's
0: like, pause and explain, you know, just have him do that. He's probably been paid to never talk about <laughs> what he contributed <laughs> to Pulp Fiction. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, I I actually, you know, I haven't, I wasn't able to see the size, but, um, see the source, but on Wikipedia, they did say that Quentin Tarantino got him to forfeit his screenwriting credit so he could have written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. And Roger Avery just took the, the co-story.
0: Really? Stories. It says stories, which I thought was weird.
3: Well, I think because they used one of his segments, I forget which one, it's either the watch or the Bonnie situation. He wrote one of those. And that's the section they they took. Hmm. Felt sorry for this guy.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he's made some money out of it, but still. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah,
3: he did do Rules of Attraction, which I man, I really love that. movie. I like that movie too. Yeah, that's a good you know in the Pulp Fiction vein. So why did
2: why did Tarantino want to take away this guy's writing credit so he could get written and directed by? Because he got he wants that.
3: Yeah, I'm sure he wanted it. It looks cool, man. You know,
2: the second film by, by
0: Quentin Tarantino. By. That's right. Carries weight, man.
2: Hmm. I don't
3: know. <laughs> it does kind of seem like you're, you're giving your buddy the shaft, and then after this movie, it's just like, "All right, Rod Draper, good, right, bye, bye, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you. You helped me, you know, all throughout film school, or when you were going to film school, and I was just working at a video store. Okay, all right, no, bye, bye,
2: goodbye. I got a career. You go. Do you think? What did he do? Uh,
3: what?
0: What was his
2: next thing after this?
3: Uh, well, he released, uh, what was it, Killing Zoe with Eric Stoltz.
2: Okay.
0: Dude, Eric Stoltz in this is great.
3: <laughs> with his damn bowl of cereal. Dude. <laughs> I love that.
0: One of the most accurate representations of a uh, drug dealer on film.
3: I told those motherfuckers not to come here uh, yeah. call here this late. <laughs> I love that. And that's so exactly funny. what I'm going to tell this yeah. one right now.
0: <laughs> Heroin's expensive, dude. Who knew? Holy shit. Thirty dollars a gram.
3: It's expensive, dude.
0: Man, you should be making some that heroin money.
3: Oh, fuck! Why would you ever want to do heroin? Fucking needles, no, I would never bro, do heroin. Fuck. I'm just saying, oh I want to make some heroin
0: money. Just saying though. Like, <laughs> oh
3: fuck! I don't even know how you get addicted to that shit. Fuck! Oh, fuck that shit. Have to, you have to snort it and end up like fucking Mia? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
0: some badass shit that instantly like instantly ODs you and makes your nose bleed. I have Oof.
2: I have often wondered. Like what's the pitch? Stick this needle in your arm, and it's going to make you instantly addicted. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. But it feels good though, right? <laughs> Is there a payoff in here? It's wow. like it, all of
0: it's always coming.
3: <laughs> but you, but you can handle that because uh, you know. Now you're tighten a man.
2: the belt up. Tighten the belt up. <laughs> Cut off that circulation. Uh,
3: yeah, Ooh. like this, and uh, what's the other one with uh, the Marlon Marlon Wayne's uh, "Requiem for a Dream." Oh man, yeah. Make me never, ever, ever. I I
0: honestly think that you, when you turn 13, you're supposed to sit down and watch that movie. Like that, that, that's your, that's your teenage, uh, like, you know, (laughs) rite of passage. You got to watch Rec Room for a dream. And, uh, yeah, you'll never do drugs. (laughs) Oh, Dad, we can't finish it. Get back in there and watch it. So
3: where are you going with mom's TV?
2: (laughs) You haven't even got to see what Jennifer Connelly does yet. Sit down. Ass to ass. What does this mean, Dad? Daddy's <laughs> an babies adult
3: come now. From? <laughs> no ass to ass does not produce
0: babies. But <laughs> don't do drugs. Don't do ass to ass.
2: Don't stay get fat, school. so you want to take a diet pill? Say it's cool. Oh, <at> oh <laughs> stay no. away from Jared Leto. <laughs> Man, you do have to stay away from him in the fucking '90s films, dude. <laughs> yeah. <there>. For real. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're gonna get beat or drugged out or something oh my god oh just the way his arm rots
2: oh my god dude <gasps> that is so nasty mm-hmm. Oof! all right guys i, I remember watching ever... that for the first time going pick a new spot man <laughs>
0: it's always got to go in the same hole
2: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. does anybody know like why is there like a... i don't know anything about shooting heroin so like is there a reason to go to the same hole or? i don't think
0: they do man i think you change it up I a lot of people do it like in their toes and stuff like that so they you know people can't see your track marks Some mm. kind,
2: some people torture you <laughs> by sticking needles under your toenails oh, yeah, some fred, people do it for pleasure
3: yeah <laughs> fred savage does that in rules of attraction he's like
1: oh i can feel my dick i can feel my dick oh yeah <laughs> it's like what the hell is happening
3: Uh, Uh, yep trailer time yeah it's trailer time let's do it (laughs) alright guys this is a trailer for Pulp Fiction
2: we'll be back Miramax Films is proud to present one of the most celebrated motion pictures of the year the
1: winner of the 1994 Palme d'Or the best picture of the Cannes Film Festival
0: Big man's wife. Well, he's going to the town of Florida, and
2: he asked me if I take care of the while He's gone. Take care of me. No, man. Just make sure have a good time. make sure she don't get on Girl. You see, this is a moral test of oneself.
1: I do believe, Marcellus, my husband, your boss, told you to take me out and do whatever I wanted. I love you so much, can't count on or not,
0: You can maintain loyalty
1: night of the fight you may feel a slight sting pride only hurts it never helps in the fifth your ass goes down i have to say play matches you get by we should have shotguns guys for this kind of deal we're in a lot of danger aren't we i'm prepared to stall the earth for that <laughs> oh
3: i'm sorry did i break your concentration Get down
1: you got a corpse in a car, minus a head in the garage. Take me to it.
2: Don't you hate that? Hate what? Uncomfortable silences.
1: John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, Uma Thurman, Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Amanda Plummer, Maria de Medeiros, Bing Ring. Eric Stoltz,
2: Rosanna Arquette, Christopher Walker, and Bruce Willis. Looking at something for me? Yeah, my friend. Looker.
1: Die, you mother! A new film, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Pulp Fiction. You
0: really thinking about quitting? Most definitely. What's you gonna do then? Basically, I'm just gonna walk the earth. What you mean, walk the earth? You know, like
3: Cain in <laughs> All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction winner of the Palm Dor.
0: Palm Door at, at the, the Cannes Film Festival.
3: <laughs> Clint Eastwood announced that win.
0: Did he? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. I bet fucking Tarantino was losing his shit, dude. Come on, you know you know that guy. He's, he's like obsessed with those <laughs> Sergio oh Leone movies. Oh my, like, yeah. oh, my oh my god! Oh my
1: god! This is so oh my amazing! God, this is amazing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where's Enrico uh, Maracone? He could be here as well. <laughs> uh,
2: I'm
3: making fun of him, but I'd probably do the same. Oh man, He'd be shitting my pants. So
2: in the trailer it says a new film by director Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Did anybody know who he was when this movie came out?
3: No, man. Nobody. Saw, I don't think n- nobody saw really uh, Reservoir Dogs until after this movie.
2: Right. I thought like that kind of boosted Reservoir Dogs.
3: Yeah. That's the way I always understood it. It's a bold choice for uh... Yeah, they were really pushing Tarantino, the the Weinsteins and Miramax. So, I don't know. Maybe it had something to do with them uh, You know, fully financing this one. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, we, we, we
0: we're need something we need all here. in here.
3: Yeah. I'm going to make you a star, kid. It is a Disney film, though. You know? (laughs) One
2: of my favorite Disney movies. You can tell. Yeah. It's got all the Disney tropes of violence, mayhem. Did you
0: see all the hidden Mickey ears?
3: (laughs) Oh, man. We do have to talk about the classic example of the MacGuffin, the briefcase.
0: Yeah. The The McMuffin, yeah. (laughs) McMuffin. (laughs) Yes,
3: of course. With Marcellus Wallace's
2: favorite light bulb.
3: That's right, man. Yeah. He likes he likes a nice little amber hue in his briefcases. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Of course I remember like uh, this you know, movie was coming out when the internet's started blowing up. There's like, like, a, theory. There's, like
0: there's a fifty six K modem in that box. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's Marcellus <laughs> Wallace's soul, dude. It's his soul. Did you see the band-aid on the back of his neck?
0: Yeah, they sucked his soul out there. That's his what head. they
3: did. And that that's what they're that's what they're trading around, man. These gangsters are trying to get the soul in the briefcase.
0: That makes no sense. Yeah, dude. Who... What the fuck were
3: they smoking? Uh, I think <laughs> when they mixed cocaine and idea.
0: heroin together... <laughs> <laughs> you come up with that.
2: So what do you think, in it? A bunch
0: of nothing. It's, it's a light bulb. I heard gold... gold light bulb. Yeah, I heard gold light bars bulb. and things yeah. like that.
2: When I first watched the movie, I thought it was gold, like gold bars. You know, uh,
3: I always thought that this was like a, an homage from... Um, What's that Emilio Estevez movie with Harry Dean Stanton? um, Repo Men. Oh, yeah. Where they they open up the trunk of the car, and it's a a glowing green light, and they all get zapped. Yeah, but I didn't realize until, I don't know, maybe about four years ago, I was watching Kiss Me Deadly. It came out on Criterion, and I'd never seen it before. Same thing. Yeah, it's a white light in a briefcase. That's where it came from. I had no idea. Felt like an idiot. There you go. (laughs) Kiss Me Deadly. What's the white light? Well, you don't really know. And even in that movie, it's like, maybe and it's an atomic bomb, but you don't really know. It's something along those lines. But the MacGuffin, things that uh, we the audience don't know, but the characters, uh, they want that thing. Are you guys clear on when this movie is set, like the year it's set in?
0: I kept wondering that the whole fucking time. I always wondered that when I was... (sighs) What is it supposed to be? What time? I think it's
3: supposed to be modern day. I think. If it's not modern day, it's the late 70s. I
2: I always thought it was supposed to be like. Early 90s. But, you know, you watch the movie
3: and the styles, it just seems like it's a lot of 50s and 60s and 70s, and I don't—you don't see a lot of 80s representation in the movie.
2: No. No, you can tell where he got his influences.
3: I mean, especially when you get into Jackrabbit Slims. I know that's supposed to be, like, you know— <laughs> well, That's a retro— —fucking acid trip in, yeah. in the 50s.
0: It's supposed to be, Yeah. <laughs>
3: But you watch it, and it's kind of like, okay, wait, are they in the '70s? Is this like a retro place, or I don't know? It's it's very bizarre. Even the cars, yeah, none of them scream like this is a '90s automobile, or they all seem like they're you know older '70s models, vehicles, and
2: it was in the '90s when all those '70s styles started coming back.
3: And even like in Mia's like house, they had that. Uh, they got the reel to reel.
2: Yeah, that see that 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 threw me.
0: Yeah, they're the, the running a little quarter inch tape.
3: The only thing that ever like ever threw it off is the deleted. There's a deleted scene. It's horrible.
0: I didn't see it. I know the one you're talking about.
3: <laughs> it's when like uh, uh, John Travolta is, first comes over to Mia's apartment.
0: He's cracked right. out on heroin.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right after he gets done shooting up, and he walking. He's walking through, and uh, she sees him on the, the video monitors.
0: There, there's a continuity error, I think, right here because like he asks a question and she answers, and then he then she says you got to go over and hit the button to talk. Like, how does she? Oh, I think because she can see
3: it? she can see his mouth moving, but she can't hear it. Oh, okay. I think I is what they're trying like, to
0: do with that. Eh. Yeah,
3: but there's a scene where she comes out and she does this whole like, "Are you an Elvis man or a Beatle man?" Interview with John Travolta, and she and Mia's behind this camcorder. And with that scene, it's like, oh, okay, this is obviously in the 90s because it's a fucking camcorder.
2: Right. But that's the only thing in the movie. Maybe the reason they cut it out.
3: And that scene is shit. <laughs> it <laughs> well, is really bad.
0: Well, it goes just like when we when we did the uh, remake, the most recent Halloween movie. They said they didn't want to put a camera in there because it kind of dates it. So that might be it. I can see that. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: But they'll use cell phones. And mention podcast. <laughs> what? We We're don't want to date it.
3: i <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like, man, this is teens as fuck.
2: Touche. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Opening scene of the movie, uh, diner. Tim Roth, Amanda Plummer. Yeah, um, I love what the actors are doing. Uh, it's, it's really good, man. That diner scene, and uh, you know, I would actually say, like, for the most part, maybe with the exception of uh, the Jack Rabbit Slims set. The lighting is really fucking harsh in this yeah, movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of not great. It definitely feels like early morning, hot sun coming through the window. Well, it was, but it's supposed to be, right?
0: But it's still... Yeah, it, I think it is. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it was very interesting because it's so damn hot, uh, and then uh, but you're still getting detail in the close-ups. You're still seeing like skin detail, barely. So it's just like, it's the edge of being overexposed. Like, wow. Man, yeah, and how did they not get, like, the, there's no
3: grain in this image, man. I was watching this on Blu-ray, and I don't know. Every time you say Quentin Tarantino, I, I usually think of, like, film scratches and grain. Right. And that's probably just because of the, he did the grindhouse stuff right. <laughs> after this. But, man, Pulp Fiction, there's very little grain in this movie.
0: And there's some sexy shots. There's a shot of Bruce Willis in a phone booth that, that's a long lens dolly shot around. Oh, yeah. That is so clean and smooth and and beautiful. I was like, wow. That's, that's just like, wow, there's cool little
2: random things like that in this movie that are just like, wow, it's really, really nice.
3: Yeah, I like that split you, diopter you, shot, too.
2: You just saw it for the first time last night? Yeah. All right, so did anything kind of take you off guard of like, whoa? What do you mean, like a jump scare or something? No, or? just like, I remember the first time I watched it, and it gets to the basement of the pawn shop. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh man, this is good. This may be pushing it a little bit too far."
0: But now it's like you see that um, kind of stuff I, in movies all the time. I think if I had seen, yeah, totally. I, I think I think I'm desensitized to it. Like, what
3: are you talking about? The just the, the rape, rape scene? scene? I don't no, know. Deliverance. I haven't seen that. Oh, I know you know all the pop culture references. I, yeah, yeah, I squeal do. Like a pig. I do. Come I do. On. <laughs> that's a that's a hard movie to watch. Right, it gets so hard
0: <laughs> when you watch it. Yeah.
3: But, yeah, I mean, that, 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 I don't know. That always that scene always reminds me of, like, you know, his urban... Urban. Ur- de- urban. 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 It's his urban cowboy deliverance. Um, urban yeah. cowboy.
1: <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> that's a good... got throw a John Travolta title
3: <laughs> in yeah, there yeah, somehow. And yeah. he's
0: got a dance and everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> dude, like a twist off.
3: You no, know, dude, I, like, the, the first time I saw this movie, I was like, oh, they had to have written that scene just because they got fucking John Travolta. But Quentin Tarantino said... It was the other way around. They, you know, they, they already had that scene, and he was just like, "Oh fuck, I got John Travolta. This scene's gonna be great
0: now." Yeah. <laughs> now John Travolta like really good in that. You know, he looks. He just looks good.
3: Too. Yeah, he came up with all his, the dance yeah. moves. Twist. <sighs> like, how cool would it be to be on set and have John Travolta like audition all his little dance moves that he does? And He does them all stoned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <of his> mind. <laughs> that would have to probably be was fun. like, I got to get in character. He's probably method. He's like, like shooting up heroin in his, in his toes. <laughs> it's
3: like Harvey Keitel and uh,
0: <laughs> Bad Lieutenant.
3: Oh man, what a badass! <laughs> Quick, we we used all the coke on fucking set. Go get some more cocaine.
0: Now they were getting real heroin. Oh, is that, that, yeah, that, that was heroin. heroin.
3: That's it right, was it wasn't heroin. cocaine. Fuck, now your drugs, man. Damn.
0: I hate needles, man, but I really hate seeing them going in the close up. <laughs> they really love punching in for the close up of that stabbing the needle. And the needles in this in this movie are like old school needles that you can like screw together, and they're like multi use, you know. And I, <laughs> I'm like, I, I just knew that when when he like struck the lighter and was about to like freebase, uh, I knew I thought he's going to like you know. Sanitize the tip of that needle Fuck it <laughs> It's going to jam that dirty needle That's been in that leather pouch oh, Yeah just he's like Straight dude, boy, in I my arm. got it in my pouch dude It's cool <laughs> that's a, it's a, it, Only he uses that needle Fuck He's like you know When it gets bad I'll just you know, I'll get a new one And screw that on mm-hmm. If that one gets rusty <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know It, it, it kind of hung a little bit when I, when I stuck it in the last time a little oh, on it. man You think you could ever Like give yourself a shot Like stab yourself with a needle if you had to, I guess. Mm, well, I no. had to.
3: I mean, well, yeah. Oof. I guess you have to. Man. I mean, diabetics Dude, do Dude, I
0: can't even... Yeah, well, I'm. I'm. Uh, luckily I'm not diabetic. Dude, I, Wait. I, I, have, I have trouble putting fucking drops in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, let alone stabbing myself with a needle. Yeah, do I Do you have a needle
2: that. phobia? Oh,
0: God, yeah. My fat ass will be on the floor.
3: Who doesn't have a little bit of a needle phobia? This well, is like, I, I love guess, needles. I guess heroin addicts don't have he's as he's much needle like,
0: phobia. I get acupuncture every week.
2: saw this thing online where this lady's grandmother was an acupuncture person yeah and she was trying to kill her so she was what putting the little needles in and breaking them off oh my god and the lady went like she was complaining of pain and she went and had an x-ray it's like thousands and the magneto shows
0: up and like pulls them out with one big swipe (laughs) why was she breaking them off she She was was trying to kill her granddaughter what? What? That? Imagine, like, imagine like, like rolling over. You get them like stuck all in your face, and you don't know. You're like laying. You lay your head on your pillow, and you're like, "What is going on? I don't." It like, <laughs> seems like a really like slow. Like I know it's like a really bad <laughs> like, plan, man. What? What did? What did a granddaughter do to piss her off, man? It was just a little she didn't blob. Eat all Other vegetables. <laughs> She didn't clean up her blocks when she was a kid. That'll do it. <laughs> it was just one of those back. things where it's like, <laughs>
3: okay, I'm starting to understand
1: this. <laughs> keep, 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 keep listing reasons, Jared.
2: I'm <laughs> gonna didn't start, I'm gonna start googling going Acu- to. acupuncture right now. <laughs> it was in a story of um, strange X-ray images, and they would, you know, oh, show wow. the image and give a little blog behind it, and there were some weird ones. But that's like a reverse pinhead. That one was like, man, that's a really weird way to try to kill someone.
3: It's like Pinhead before he hits puberty. His yeah, needles haven't up. Out. Out.
2: B- before the pins are birthed. His pins haven't dropped yet.
0: Oh, damn.
2: Oh,
1: oh, my God.
2: He sees his first girl and they all like pop out. Well, son, today you're a man.
0: Little man, can, demon. He's all scared. And he's like all of his, all of his like sweaters are snagged and shit. And he's been trying to pull them over his head. And, his, and he's like he's scared to go home. He's, he actually starts getting some color in his she- cheeks.
3: Pinhead's <laughs> <laughs> embarrassed.
0: Oh, I needed that. <sighs> what the hell? Did not think that was gonna uh, come up tonight. Yeah. Well, pinhead puberty.
2: <laughs> Look up bizarre X-rays. I will,
0: man. That's that's insane. Yeah, I can only imagine. Like, the the stuff people people insert
2: into their body is ridiculous. Didn't
3: they do that on one of the jackass movies? Like, they stuck something up their ass and went and got an x-ray?
0: Yeah, it was a a micro machine, like a toy car inside a condom. Stuck stuck it up his ass and went and got an x-ray. Nice. There's one of those in there. (laughs) (laughs) What a (laughs)
3: dumbass. What you gotta do for your 15 minutes, brother?
0: (laughs) Well, apparently you can make a pilot. That was her 15 minutes. That's right. What was it? Fox Force Five? Something like
3: that. (laughs) What was y'all's? What was the favorite section here?
0: I thought the movie was kind of dragging a little bit. At at what part? The beginning, like 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 you know, just all that building stuff. That's kind of like I guess that's Tarantino in these first two movies. I kind of had the same feeling if you remember with the Reservoir Dogs.
3: You're talking about when the two hitmen are in the car, just kind of j- jabbing before they.
0: Yeah, and the long scenes and all that. Kill they, they're building up all this stuff, you know. I mean, I look back on it, I like it a lot more than when I was watching it, trying to you know get my ideas. But by the time that we got into Bruce Willis's story, it started like getting momentum and like you know started like you know get doing the time jumps and kind of started getting more and more interesting.
2: Man, know? that's interesting. I have never thought this movie like was slow at all.
0: Really. Man, all the stuff with uh, with um, Vincent and uh, Meg, is that her name? Like, the going out to... Oh, Mia. Mia, sorry, who's a M? Going out to dinner and all that. So it's just, like, long...
2: It's, I mean, it's interesting because I, I read an article, and I wish I could remember who wrote it. I was trying to remember. And he was talking about how, as an, as audiences, we are now... We don't have patience for pacing. Totally. And we expect things you know every every beat needs to be something and it you know i mean it just reminded me of that article
0: yeah yeah no that's true like i said and like uh which is weird because i find myself like oh this feels like it's 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 lagging a bit but when i look back on it you know i, I appreciate it more because like i said it builds as it goes
3: well it's not usually you know it's not showing you what you normally see in, in like a, a crime thriller
0: Right, yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're seeing, hiding a lot with framing and, and shadow and, and stuff, especially with like. I'm mean, just talking about even the story. Like,
3: usually you don't you don't see the hitman driving in the car, bullshitting, right. getting to get somewhere they, yeah, too they're early. They're not portrayed you're like you're guys at work. <laughs> yeah, like we would get the the trunk shot where they'd be like, "Yeah, we need fucking shotguns for this shit," and then they'd be and then busting they the door, where
2: they're going, yeah. right? Yeah, Or it might cut into the guys eating burgers and make sympathize with them a little bit before the hitman come in and take them out. I know a lot of people like say that you know
3: uh, know, Tarantino's just writing this dialogue and it's very flashy, but it doesn't really mean anything. But man, he's given a lot of backstory and a lot of character backstory, like just setting up Mia and this movie. I think it
2: works one hundred percent.
3: I agree. I think it works. Yeah, for most of his films, some of his latter films, he's. I feel like he's struggled a little bit more, or maybe that's. I
2: mean, I'm on the record. I, I feel like he's kind of trap trying to be Tarantino.
0: Now he is, definitely.
2: Feels like he has to hit that mark. Yeah, something something happened that, kind of like after Jackie Brown. I I think Jackie Brown not making as much as Pulp Fiction.
3: Oh yeah, this was a fucking hit. We, this was huge. Yeah, for 8 8 million dollar investment, I
2: think it turned around like what was it? 200 and something. Yeah, 200 something worldwide. You yeah. yeah. when you Ridiculous. see have you seen Jackie Brown? No. Okay, when I'm you see it's it's week. much more of a just straightforward Mature movie.
3: Hmm. Hey, he still plays with time, but nothing to the effect yeah. of like Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction. Right. Like, it's pretty. It's, I think it's probably his most straightforward movie he's ever done, maybe outside of Django.
2: And all the way up to the end. I mean, it's just you see the ending from like four different points of view before oh, you cool. realize what happens. So, like like a
0: Mexican standoff, which he does in every film so far. <laughs> it's a, yeah, ro- it's 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 a of robbery. Thing. Yeah.
2: And so the whole movie is everybody getting ready for what their part is in this and then as it goes on you see it from different points of view to realize who's actually getting over who so it's it's the it's
0: an extended montage for oceans 11
3: <laughs> yeah you know it's a, that's a little bit harsh but also kind of true
0: yes <laughs> no i'm just saying you know just that's okay. what i picture when you say that yeah um yeah, Sodenberg, kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, streamlined. I, that. I, I like uh, I, I like at the end of this one uh, where they 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 do the Mexican standoff there by pointing everybody, and then the, the crazy bitch from I uh, saw so, uh, Married an Axe Murder. What's her name? Oh, Amanda Plummer. Amanda Plummer. She's like up there, just losing her mind. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, no you, you point, point point the gun at me. Point point, point the gun at me. Okay, <laughs> now you're good. Now you're good. All right. So,
2: <laughs> I gotta pee. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, oh, it was man. super. I think Super this movie strong. shot Samuel Jackson.
3: How the fuck did he not win an Oscar for this, man? He got fucking robbed. Dude.
2: He's been playing that role ever since.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, Jackie Brown, but like Jackie Brown's just a more honed version of this. Oh, he's yeah. in that too. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, he
2: is great in Jackie Brown.
3: Awesome. He was totally robbed of a fucking Oscar for Jackie Brown. That, like wow fucking really? straight robbed. Oh. Tough. Well, I'm
0: excited to watch that. I, you know, he even
3: got put in the uh, best like, supporting actor. Movie. He, he should have been the he should have been nominated for best actor for this. Travolta got best actor, but he didn't win the award, but he got right. nominated for best actor over. Which Samuel doesn't make any
0: sense because Samuel Jackson like wiped his fucking wiped the floor with him in yeah. this. Oh yeah. And, it, yeah,
3: and it seems like they got about the
2: same amount of screen time.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they decide on that stuff.
2: <laughs> well, I guess. Travolta shows up when he gets killed. That's the only time he's in that Bruce Willis section, though. So he's in just a little bit more than Samuel Jackson.
0: <laughs> yeah, like
2: I guess to be a best actor, you have to have one scene without the buddy. <laughs> or it's they're like, man, we got to give it to one of them.
3: Travolta's never give it to the white one. guy. <laughs> That's what it boils down to.
0: It's also in the early Scientology stuff there. So what? Travolta Scientology.
3: Oh, is he a Scientology big time bro? Uh, man, I don't keep up with that shit. Come on, bro. man, you need up. to
0: keep up with your Scientology. I just, I just you don't know. keep up with your Hollywood cult. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Damn, I guess I need to now. No, I just knew Tom Cruise was into that.
0: Yeah, Tom Cruise, uh, Jason Lee,
3: because he jumped on a goddamn couch one time everybody lost their mind. Yeah, and they are like, man, fuck I mean, Tom Lola Cruise, Katie.
2: <laughs> he just got excited, motherfuckers.
0: Damn. he's like man he's seen her she's super cute
2: <laughs> I mean, dude he's a multi he can do whatever he wants if he wants to jump on a couch he can jump on he's, a couch he's <laughs> out of touch you know with with people because he's like you're so amazing
0: people tell him that all the time you know so yeah.
3: you know like if any other guy in the world had gotten like katie holmes and scored that yeah Had a couple of romantic nights with Katie Holmes. You'd be jumping on a fucking couch, too, too. I'd
0: I'd still be jumping on your couch, Brian. I'd come in your house and be like, give me one minute. I'm going to jump on your couch. Oh, my fucking God.
3: (laughs) Jared, you got to go home, man. It's kind of weird. Uh, I've been doing this for five hours.
2: Dude, she left you five years ago. (laughs) Oh, my God, no. (laughs) But I can still jump on the couch. (laughs) Remember that time? Oh,
3: my gosh. Mm. So what's, so what's everyone's favorite se- segment? Man, I mean, I gotta. I'm gonna go Gold Watch.
0: That's really strong, but but that's such a sh- that's such a cool moment that it really sells ho- the hotel room scene where he like throws the TV and scares the shit out of his girlfriend. Dude, who's that is great. Amazingly hot, by the way. Oral pleasure, oral pleasure. She's like, except for the pot belly thing, like she's like, I want a pot belly. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs>
3: I want a pot. You want some pot? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> over there like, like, I'm just trying to get uh, dressed. I just murdered a man with my bare hands. Yeah, okay? yeah. <laughs>
0: what did you guys think of the rear projection stuff? I didn't like it until I thought about it. <laughs> I was watching. I was like, eh, it's so shaky and terrible, but he's yeah. cracked out on heroin. So it makes it, you know.
3: Oh, what about the one with Bruce Willis where they do the black and white? Um,
0: that's the one that's super shaky. Yeah, yeah, that that one I don't like too much.
3: And you could even tell they they uh, they paused the they, but they must have paused the projector, or stopped the projector because it's, it's even wiggling. It's when wiggling. The, when She's yeah, at yeah. a stoplight. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, and we're yeah, going,
0: and, and then you hear you hear like the the uh, the, <laughs> the foley in the car. I'm like, come on, y'all, this is terrible. Man, it's a nice somebody process, like pushing though. on the. You know, they're all like going by. Yeah, it's it's cheese, but it works. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. I can't think of a favorite. You know, you don't have like one. The Wolf. I like. I like. I like the surprise the situation. The, 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 I like the surprise shoot. Uh, I don't. I don't like uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, use of uh, himself. Pejorative, pejoratives. Uh, it just feels like he's. Uh, I'm going to say things because I can. That, that just seems so forced. Yeah. You know, and that, that's not just me being trying to be modern or, or like, you know, just because you shouldn't say certain things. I mean, come on, dog.
3: No, man, look, I, uh, this movie specifically, like, okay, like an artist can say or write whatever the fuck they want. I don't believe in censorship of any kind. Right. Um, but that being said, like, Tarantino is always like, no, look, I reserve the right to write any character the way I see fit. And I always feel like when my characters use strong language, it makes sense. But in this movie, when he's got to go into his whole speech about, did you see the sign outside in front of my house? Yeah. You know, and he's dropping the N-word, like left and right. The the problem I have with him dropping the N-word is that in the flashback, when Bonnie comes home, right? Bunny's coming in, right? She's a black nurse. If a white guy, right, in the 90s was married to a black nurse, would he use that kind of fucking language? No, he would not. That's what I'm saying, like, Fantino, I always thought that I'm going to call was, you out
2: for bullshit on that one. I always thought that was part of the joke.
0: I'm sure I that's what that, he probably would think. Yeah. But <clears> that's <throat> him being clever. But it's just, it's Samuel trashy, Jackson you know? and,
3: like, Marcellus Wallace, like, that makes sense. You know? Like, that's believable to me.
0: Yeah. No, it doesn't come off as forced or, like, yeah. just like, like you know, like, ha-ha, uh, <laughs> look what I can do. That kind of thing.
3: And there's like, another, who, like, is it Tim Roth in the beginning they all
0: say it Every, everybody yeah yeah They uh, everybody's you know flinging
3: and I didn't yeah it, it's only that Tarantino section it's the only time yeah. where it's just kind of like Ugh, right this isn't right <laughs> this feels wrong man like it's just it's something it's directly it, to hollow. Samuel L.
0: Jackson's face and all that it's just like man y'all yeah but anyways yeah
3: again like I don't believe in censorship I'm not saying we should ever change it or anything like that but It's one of those things. It's like watching James Bond films now, okay? Yeah, we don't smack women around, but you know. Sometimes I deserve it. Sometimes you gotta get information and you just gotta smack a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Have y'all seen the
2: video of of the wedding? I think it's from Japan. It's this wedding couple, they're right by the cake, and the wife goes to like give the husband a bite of the cake and right as he goes to bite it she pulls it away and kind of giggles and he just backhands the shit out of her <laughs> knocks her back and everybody like fuck? comes over and they're like talking to her and she's crying and he's just like Whoa. i feed Whoa. myself
0: god it she's like what did i get into
2: <laughs> Well she, played, she like offered it to him and then right when he went to bite it she pulls it away like playfully and he just bam <laughs> Not, I'm not taking that kind of teasing. Like, You're mine now. You are gonna do what I say?
0: She's like, I'm sorry. Is there, is there a lawyer in the in, <laughs>
2: lawyer in the room? We haven't consummated this yet. Yeah, we gotta.
0: This is what annulments are for, law, right? Is that law? If you, don't, if you don't, if you don't seal the deal after your wedding, it's not real.
3: No, that maybe in Mississippi it is. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere else, man. <laughs> I have heard two different sorry, opinions. Mississippi on Mississippi, I'll,
2: I'll look it up.
0: Interesting.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's. No, that's not in law, guys.
0: You just sign that marriage license and it's done.
3: I mean, think of all those, uh, you know, Vegas honeymoons where the guys passed out because they were too drunk. So, I mean,
0: if, if you sign the, if you sign the marriage license, you're married. You're married. You don't have to go through the ceremony, technically, right?
3: No, you don't have to go through a ceremony. <laughs> Benson's
0: face. He's like, yeah, wait, I don't, I don't know. I didn't f- have to have a wedding.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, you can just you can just show up. To your county clerk can get married. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. JP,
2: yeah, but that's still going through the ceremony. No, you don't have to go through a ceremony. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I know a judge can pronounce you man and wife. Yep. A preacher can pronounce you man and wife.
3: I mean, you may have to go if get through a like, you uh, it
2: offline, you can do it.
3: So and so sign here, so and so you agree, you sign here, but yeah, no, you can remove all the religious connotations cuz atheists get fucking married, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Fucking I'm sure satan worshipers get married too.
0: Yeah, they do <laughs> and they go straight to hell when they do too. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're, they're it all the way, baby. They're like, Burn, baby, burn.
1: My favorite kind of
3: toast Nobody has brought up the uh the drug overdose adrenaline shot scene. And that 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 y- usually is like uh one of the high points people usually usually talk
2: about in this
1: film.
0: We're not gonna talk about it, so move on. You know uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. It's kind drug of drug
2: overdose, adrenaline shot. That's the high point. Never thought I'd hear that put together oh, in a she sentence. Really
0: high. Um, well,
3: the universe of Quentin Tarantino.
2: I, I, man, that um,
0: the Eric Stoltz's wife. Man, insufferable bitch with, uh, with all the shit in her face. Um, <laughs> no, she's the one
3: with all the shit in her face. Yeah, no, saying, that's my
0: wife. That's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, oh, man. Oh, yeah, sorry.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, she is just like keyed up dude just on fucking fire dude i've i've had girlfriends like that man just will not let it go it's it's <laughs> it's pitch perfect man no, like man, even like, her yeah, little laugh at their, the their, end their little that that little thing i was like wow this just feels too real it felt really real <laughs>
2: he's been there too many yeah. times <laughs> I,
3: I love how tarantino's when he when he's shooting these uh the scenes with like all the people um he's the groups it play. of people getting yeah. together and he'll he'll take this moment and he'll break away with a character that's like in another room or something, and we'll like when she's getting really mad at Travolta. Well, she didn't even know Travolta's there yet, but he crashes in the house, he's bringing me in. They're hearing this huge commotion looking for a fucking needle. All of a sudden, we cut and we're in the bed with her, and she's like, What the fuck is going on? And then she's walking out, and we're getting reintroduced to the chaos through her right. point of view. It's so good, man. I love um, those little moments. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, they don't do that in, like, the student film version shit. You're right. Crap versions, of, you know, of this take.
0: Um, when he's driving up <laughs> when the car crash, how did they do that shot?
3: I think they had the car go by. They had they one car go going. by, and then the other. How did other... he get out
0: of the vehicle? Was that a stunt person?
3: Oh, no. If you if you watch the shot, uh, it's like he he goes in. The car clears frame. It's really quick, though. And I think he just drives by. But and he gets out
0: ca- and then gets in the other, you know.
3: Well, yeah, the camera's still inside, and you hear the
0: crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah I and know. then he goes
3: outside. It's yeah. really
0: quick. I need to watch that again. But I was like, "Wow, that's really good. I like that a lot." Because
3: uh, they had like a bunch of that stuff on the behind the scenes where the car looked like it was almost like built to like collapse.
0: I didn't see that one. Yeah,
3: like all there.
0: I just saw the the only car thing I saw was Bruce Willis getting uh, t boned.
3: Oh, yeah, when he sees uh, Marcellus yeah. Wallace. That was cool. That yeah. is
2: hilarious. Dude, I mean,
3: that, you know, it's like, what are the chances you're going to run into this one motherfucker? It just happens to be like getting donuts or coffee or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like a big ganglord guy's, like, hey, you know, I got to get my coffee and my donuts. You know, You've got to start your day right. <sighs> I'll go sell some drugs and murder some people later, but right now,
2: mm, well, there's that a, There's definitely a flow of all these gangsters just doing their job. Showing them as like regular people doing I like the job. day of that,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't brought up uh, Harvey Keitel, the Wolf. The
0: Wolf, I did too. I said that's one of my favorite scenes.
3: Yeah, the Wolf. But it's it's, it's nice seeing
0: him come back no, after it's Reservoir good. Dolls He's good.
3: It, yeah, it's a nice it's a nice change.
0: You know, it gives him something else different to do. Fast I like how talking. how he doesn't really do the work. He comes in. He's like, "All right, now this is what you're gonna do." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna drink coffee." Yeah, I'm gonna go stand around watching. <laughs> he's more just like a like a manager, you know, just like, uh, "All right, guys, this is what needs to happen." <laughs> a please would be nice. I talk fast. I think fast. <laughs> he's very good. Uh, very defined characters. It's good. Great, great cameo. Like, like you couldn't use it. Like you know, the, the person who had the worst cameo was Bashimi.
3: Oh yeah, As, the Jack Slims waiter. Yeah, just the waiter. He's like, all right. Are we at the rating here, guys? I
0: think we are, Brian.
3: All right. I'm going to give this a 10, guys. It is on IMDb's, uh, you know. Top 10. That's <laughs> right. Well, number 8. Currently, right now, time recording.
0: Yeah, I'll give it a 10 as well, man.
2: I really enjoyed this movie. I don't think anybody wouldn't give it a 10.
3: It's not number 1, which belongs to another movie from 1994 that we've also talked about
0: The Shawshank Redemption. That's is it right. still number 1? It's always going to be number 1 in my heart. <laughs> Thank you, Frank Darabont. Yeah, it's you still number 1. Beautiful motherfucker. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, I like it, but can a, make make a
0: You sure can't make a prison movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh. He does excel at prison movies. Man, Stephen King needs to write another
3: fucking novel that takes place in a prison.
2: I'm telling you. I'm down for it. We 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 no, we we meet up. He's we got, we got fucking, an asylum movie coming out. No man, we, book coming out. Oh really? What's it called? Asylum? Something like that.
0: Andy Dufresne mm. and Red it's down in Mexico. It's not it, but it's the close. they recaptured. Good. They get sent back to Shawshank, and Call they have to back ex- to Shawshank. Yeah, and they have to fucking escape. Return to Shawshank. Return to Shawshank. Oh man, I'm
3: down. I'm down. <laughs> Can we get John Coffee in there somehow, please? And and and,
0: and 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 the the warden of it now was the previous warden, the guy who shot himself. It's it's that dude's son who's back, and he has to, like, you know, he takes it up on. His, his dad committed suicide because of them, so he has
2: to Ooh, go. Oh. I'm telling you, man. And he's taking it personal. Yeah. Oh, okay, I like this.
0: Can we, can we
2: this time just go all-out action? Oh, that'd be great. Like Morgan Freeman's been training in, in kung fu while he was in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, hold this brick. <laughs> <laughs> They used to say I was the man that could get anything. <laughs> oh, my God. I would totally watch that. <laughs> oh, it sounds amazing. All righty. Screen
3: lit. Guys, you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew Crew, spelled C R E W E, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod please like subscribe review wherever you listen to your podcast like apple podcast spotify google podcast wherever you listen guys (laughs) thank you jared (laughs) and jared since you chimed in where can our audience follow you
0: you can find me on instagram at check the gate and on twitter at jared b
3: and benson where can our audience follow you good sir
2: I mean, you could go to, like, J. Edward Benson, but you ain't gonna see anything.
3: Okay, so where can they follow? I mean, that's Twitter. Just, that's just where you're at, and they're like... Well, oh. I, mean,
2: I don't really do social media stuff, so... There you go. Okay,
0: so here's his phone number. You can text him. It's, um...
3: <laughs> it's all 4 a.m. texts. Oh, wow. I didn't know phone numbers were 14 digits long. What the hell? <laughs> He's got three phones. <laughs> or two, All right, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at ElkinsEdits, and we're going to be closing out the show tonight with, uh, (laughs) let's play track number one, titled Sir Lou, performed by Dick Dale and his Dale Tones, and then we're going to follow that up with Jungle Boogie, performed by Cool and the Gang. Enjoy. I
0: love
2: you, Bill. I love you, honey bunny. Everybody be cool, this is a robbery!
1: any of you fucking pricks move and I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you